in my experience, really getting organized isn't about which digital tool you've decided to put your faith in, but is more about setting your workspace up and making decisions that you commit to. I'll explain what I mean as we go through this episode. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. This podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing, that's marketing that costs nothing or very little, to grow your business. Far too frequently, small business owners spend lots of money on advertising without getting the results they were expecting and hoping for. And it doesn't need to be that way. So every week here on the podcast, we dive into strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term. Sometimes on solo episodes like this one, and sometimes on longer guest episodes. I'm in a real phase of getting organized right now. I've reached that point, I'm sure you're familiar with it, when it feels like I can't put up with things the way they are and really, really want to get processes, my team and my calendar more organized than it currently feels. There are so many promises made by different software companies that make it sound as if they are the answer to your prayers. But actually, in my experience, really getting organized isn't about which digital tool you've decided to put your faith in, but is more about setting your workspace up and making decisions that you commit to. I'll explain what I mean as we go through this episode. But first of all, I want to caveat my advice in this episode by saying that what I'm sharing today is all based on my personal experience of growing an online business. These are things I've learned to do over the past six years, And half of that time, I was running a second business. So you may well have worked some of these things out already if you've been focused purely on growing one business, or if you have the sort of brain that's naturally solving organizational riddles on a daily basis. Either way, I hope this episode serves as a good reminder that we are in control. Although after the last few years, it can sometimes feel quite the opposite, but we are. We're in control and we can change the way we work and the results we achieve if we commit to a few simple things. The first thing I do when things feel like they're getting on top of me in my business is to update my whiteboard. I know, I know, old school or what, but having that physical board in front of me, as well as trying to keep my Trello boards up to date, means that I always know at a glance exactly where the business is at. I have my whiteboard split into agency projects, leads, one-to-one clients. I don't actually offer one-to-one coaching at the moment, but do work with clients one-to-one on my strategy in a day service. And I also have a column called Nikki's Focus. That column exists for two reasons. Firstly, because I have a team and I might not personally be working on the agency projects at any given moment in time, if the rest of the team are. But secondly, I don't only work on client projects. I'm also constantly working on growing our business, growing my personal brand and onboarding new members to my business accelerator, The Charge, and my content subscription, Content Collective. So my whiteboard is a vital place for me to keep track of all of these different balls that we're juggling in the business every week. The second thing I do, and I've spoken about this before, but I've been paying close attention to what happens when I don't do this, and it ain't pretty, let me tell you, every night before I close down my computer, or sometimes just before I go to bed if I haven't managed to do it earlier, I write out my three key tasks for the next day, along with any smaller things I absolutely cannot forget to do the following day. For this, I use Carrie Green's Carry & Co Planner. I've tried lots of others and nothing can beat this one for me. It's set up so that you can write out your daily schedule, meetings, commitments, and so on, which is really helpful for me if I don't have my phone for some reason and need to know where I've got blank space to fit actual work in. It's such a huge relief to see that at least some of that 
white space exists before I go to bed so that I'm not dreading an assault course of a day full of meetings with no time to breathe in between. I actually met Carrie and her brother James, who runs Carrie & Co, on a retreat that she hosted in Mallorca in 2017. But it's not out of loyalty that I buy this planner. It's because I know I would be way less productive and organised without it. I'll put the link to their website in the show notes. And the third thing I do when I need to get organised is draft in help. Now, before you think, I'm not ready for that, perhaps you're not, but I do have some advice for you, so keep listening. I'm at the stage of business now where I feel it's not training courses I need, it's not business or sales advice, it's ways to increase my productivity and systemize things better so that I can scale the business more easily. I'll be working closely with a mentor this year to do exactly that, but I also recognize that investing time and money into growing a team of experts to help me is going to be more crucial than ever. During my career, I've managed teams of over 80 people and I've had my own team for many years now, but it's always an evolution. Right now, what skill sets do you feel are lacking on your team? I already have a marketing assistant and have just increased her hours in January and again this week. I outsource to an accountant and bookkeeping team, have social media managers working on client projects. John is, of course, a huge part of the team. He's my husband and business partner. He takes care of email automation strategy for our business and for our clients. In fact, what might come as an unexpected surprise when growing your team is the feeling of joy when you hear how much your team is valued by your clients. I've loved listening to our clients recently being so reliant on John. I'm off to the States for 10 days in March and when I've told clients, their instant reaction has been, that's fine, John will take care of us. I can't tell you how good that feels to know that they know they're in such safe hands. I've also added to our team recently by recruiting both a VA and a tech VA on an ad hoc basis. Because we're investing in the team so heavily already, I wasn't keen to recruit for these roles on a monthly retainer. So we've agreed to work together on an ongoing but ad hoc basis. That means that we all have peace of mind around our expectations and means that I can still sleep easily at night. Remember, if you're thinking of recruiting, There's more than one way to skin a cat. Awful phrase, but hopefully you get the meaning behind it. You're in control of your business, meaning you don't need to take any risks you're not comfortable with and you get to grow at your own pace. I hope this was helpful. Today I've shared a bit of a behind the scenes of where my business is at right now, always with the goal of helping you make the decisions you need to make in order to keep on growing your business. I'd love to hear whether you find this episode useful. Drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Nikki Hutchison on there and I always reply. And if you haven't yet left me a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify, then I would love it if you could. Thank you so much. I'll be back next week with another guest episode. I'm chatting to Ayo Abbas about how to sell to corporates. That episode will go live next Friday at 7am and I hope you will join us then. Not only for Io's brilliant advice, but also her fabulous laugh. Until then, have a great week, take care of yourselves and keep marketing.